and welcome back to another great series this week. Today we're talking about how holiness equals power. Many people want the power of God, but they're not willing to pay the price for holiness. But if you will tap into what the Bible says about being holy, consecrated, set apart for the works of God, you will see the power of God manifest in your life. I want you to type in the comments for me. Say, I choose to live holy. I choose it. It's my choice. I love the Lord. Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Therefore, we choose to live holy because we love the Lord Jesus and his words consecrate us. He said in John 15, you've in verse three, I believe you've been made clean by the words I've spoken to you. God's word cleanses us. It prunes us. It sanctifies us. And it sets us apart to live holy. So I believe you're going to appreciate today's live stream. I want you to stick around to the end because this one will change your life. And if you hear some background noise, the, uh, the man that cuts my yard is here. So praise God. That is a requirement. If you're going to be a man of God, you, you got to have a nice looking yard. <laughs> Let me say good morning to some people. Luis, good morning, brother. God bless you. Mariah, Blaine. Randy, God bless you. I saw Mercy on here. I'm sure John Stafford is on here. As you're jumping on, give this video a thumbs up. Hello, Desiree and Tanya. Give this video a thumbs up. Share it with somebody that needs to know the power of holiness. Jared, God bless you. Good morning. Like it. Share it. Let's get this news out to the world. People need to know what the Bible says. Michael Stewart, God bless you, about being holy. Because many people are like, hey, I want to see the power of God in my life. I want to see the manifest presence of God in my life. I want more of what God has for me. But the next step after getting saved, good morning, Megan McCarthy and Amber and John. The next step after getting saved is consecration. It's choosing to live set apart. Many people give their life to Jesus. They go to church on Sunday, but they don't live holy throughout the week. And that's why a lot of people, I just talked to some guy the other day. I was at a, I was at a burger place and he said, yeah, I've been invited to churches before, but every time I go to church, they're just a bunch of hypocrites. They tell you, they read the Bible to you and how the Bible says that you shouldn't get drunk. You shouldn't have sex before marriage. You shouldn't lie. You shouldn't steal. You shouldn't, you should love your neighbor. You should do all these things. And then he said, I look at these people throughout the week and they're nothing but hypocrites. I don't know about you, but I'm choosing not to be a hypocrite. I want to do what the word says. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of people, they have no idea what they're talking about. They're convicted of sin. But I remember for 20 years, the reason why I didn't give my life to Jesus was because of people like that, that they claimed to be a Christian, but they never lived set apart for God. They never did what the Bible said. They just went to church on Sunday and said, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. That doesn't make you a Christian. Billy Graham used to say, you might go to the barn, but it doesn't make you a cow. God's word, living accordingly. The Bible says that they will know you by your love for one another and by your fruit. He said, you will love me and prove your love for me, Jesus said, by following and obeying my commandments. So I'm going to teach you two things about experiencing the power of God in your life by holiness. Take your Bible with me, and I want you to go to Hebrews chapter 1. 
Hebrews, the first chapter. Somebody type it in the comments for me. Hebrews 1, verse 9. When you get a hold of this, it changes everything about you. The reality is, is God doesn't want you to be like everybody else. God wants to bless you. God wants to anoint you. God wants to move you up higher. He wants to use you to influence not only your family, but maybe your school if you're young, your business, your entire city. God will use you to influence your nation and even an entire generation. But what he needs from you is consecration. God requires us to live holy. The Bible says, come out from among them and be ye separate. Be separate from the world. Don't be a friend of the world. Don't be the person that goes to the nightclub. Don't, just because it's your buddy's 21st birthday, go buy him a shot. No. Live different. People will respect you for that. They'll say, ah, there's something different about this guy. He sticks to what he believes. And the anointing will be stronger on you. Listen to this. Hebrews 1 verse 9. You have loved righteousness. This is talking about Jesus. And hated wickedness therefore God your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions I want you to get this type in the comments I will be anointed more I will be anointed more God anoints people all the time. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he hath anointed me. First John two says that there's an anointing upon you and there's one that abides in you. So when you have the Holy spirit, you are technically anointed, but you can be anointed more than your companions. Did you know that God, a lot of people will say, <laughs> people think that as soon as you get saved and you come to the Lord, he's like, all right, Hey, good morning, Adam. A lot of people think God just says, all right, all of my sons and daughters, they're all equal. They're all, a lot of people will say something like the, the ground at the foot of the cross is all level. God looks at you just like a communist society. Everyone's equal. Everyone gets equal pay. Everybody gets the same rewards. It's not true. God's, a, not, God's not a communist. God's a capitalist. God said, to whom a little is given and they're faithful, much will be given more will be given to whom someone is they're faithful with another man's they'll be given their own when he talks about the parable of the talents if you multiply what god's put into your hands if you're faithful with it if you treasure it if you decide to consecrate and live holy god says he'll anoint you more than other people he'll anoint you more than your companions more than your colleagues more than your friends more than your family. Not only will he anoint you, he says he will anoint you with the oil of gladness. The oil of gladness. When the anointing is on your life and you decide to live holy, you will experience the joy of the Lord like you never have before. You know, sin opens the door to condemnation. So when people live a life in sin, when they're constantly doing things to, to feel condemned in their heart and they don't turn away from wicked ways, they live in a constant state of condemnation and it steals their joy. 
That's the devil's plan. The devil knows if he can get you to live unholy, that you'll constantly walk around with condemnation in your heart and in your head like, man, why, why can't I stop listening to that? Why can't I stop saying that? Why can't I stop thinking that? Why can't I stop watching that? Why won't I stop drinking that and taking that and smoking that? The devil will get you like a chicken with your head cut off, running around in circles of condemnation. But Jesus said that he paid the price so the condemnation is no longer a part of your life. It says in Romans 8 verse 1, There is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ. And the second half of the verse, many people, especially hyper-grace people, they don't like to read this part of the verse. For those that are in Christ and walk according to the Spirit and not according to the flesh. So when you walk according to the flesh, meaning that you give into the desires of the flesh, you will live in condemnation. But if you'll choose to draw a line in the sand, use God's word to consecrate yourself, to cleanse yourself, to prune yourself, to live holy, the Bible says that you will live a life with no condemnation. And when there's no condemnation, you'll be anointed more with the oil of gladness. Somebody type this in the comments. There is no condemnation for me. I'm not condemned. I've been redeemed. I've been sanctified. I'm set apart. I live holy. I'm a vessel God uses for honorable deeds. And I've been anointed more with the oil of gladness. I choose not to live in sin. I choose to put sin behind me. I choose to put my foot on the devil's forehead every day when I wake up. And I don't feed the flesh. I pursue the spirit. The Bible says, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. If he sows into the flesh, he will reap flesh and destruction and death. But if he sows into the spirit, he will reap spiritual things, which is the anointing. The world, even lukewarm Christians, I'm going to tell you straight up, they're going to try to get you to live a compromised life. They want you to go to church on Sunday but live just unholy enough throughout the week to where your relationship with God never changes. Remember, in order to separate yourself from the world, or I should say it this way, in order to draw closer to God, you must separate from the world because here's God, here's the world. If you're hanging out over here, you're separate from over here. But if you leave this behind, you will actually draw near to God. And the Bible says in James 4, verses 7 and 8, if you'll leave that stuff behind, you resist the devil, he will flee from you. You'll draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. Those that consecrate themselves and decide to live holy, God is attracted to them. His power, His presence, His love, every, He manifests Himself toward those people more than other people. You shall be anointed more with the oil of of gladness. Hebrews 1 verse 9. For people that are just jumping on, make sure you give this video a thumbs up and share it with somebody that needs to know that holiness equals power. When you live life consecrated and holy, the anointing increases on you. And that anointing is the manifest power. My pastor says the manifest yoke destroying power of God. Burden lifting. Healing power. Delivering power. The anointing brings favor, freedom to captives, 
as you live set apart and holy and you choose not to give into your flesh, God will anoint you and set you apart to do very special things with you in this earth. <clears throat> I'm going to read one more thing to you and then I'm going to pray for you. So stick around to the end. Go to 2 Timothy chapter 2. This will help you. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Listen to this. Verse 15. Study to show yourself approved by God. People that don't study God's word fall short in approval by God. Well, what's approval by God? It's not that God doesn't love them. God does love them. He sent his son to die for you. The Bible says, while you were yet in sin... God sent his son to die for you, and he loved you. By grace, you've been saved. So it doesn't change how much God loves you, but it does change how much he approves of your ministry in the earth. In Acts 2.22, it says, Jesus of Nazareth was a man approved, same word, by God, with signs and wonders and miracles. Same thing here. Study to show yourself approved by God. When you study God's word and you live holy, God approves the message that you preach. God approves the life that you live. And his approval comes with signs and wonders and miracles. And it says in verse 1, you will be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. As you study to show yourself approved, God's grace increases, signs and wonders and miracles will follow your life everywhere that you go. When I started living holy for God and I came out of the world, I started receiving words of knowledge, words of wisdom, prophetic words. I started seeing the gifts of the Spirit manifest in my life. Money miracles started to happen in my life. People would just start coming up and giving me stuff. Giving me clothes. Giving me this. Giving me, gave, gave me Balenciagas. You know, like that kind of stuff. When you live holy... The grace of God starts to show up strong in your life. Study and show yourself approved by God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Have you ever been in a group conversation or given an opportunity to preach or talk about something and you felt ashamed? It's not God's fault. It's your fault for not studying. Now that might be a hard pill to swallow. But many people think they can just skate by on their relationship with the Lord in their quiet times or in their worship. You got to know God's word. If you don't study to show yourself approved with correct doctrine, God won't be able to use you. This is specifically for ministers, but it's in all areas of life. You got to be able to study and show yourself approved. Now jump down here. Verse 19, but the firm foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows who are his, and let everyone who calls on the name of Christ depart from iniquity. <clears throat> Miguel said, I feel attacked. I'm sorry, brother. I'm not trying to, uh, to single you out. If it's the truth, you can change it. That's the best part. There was one time, I remember, I was given an opportunity to, to preach, to open by a great evangelist, a great man of God. And when I got up there, 
I didn't do a terrible job, but I didn't do close to the job I know I'm capable of doing to introduce a crowd, to get the spirit of faith into people. And I decided that day that would never happen to me again. Any opportunity I ever received like that, I would never be ashamed ever again. And I decided that day to be some, somebody that studies God's word to where I do not fall short in that category and I'm not ashamed. You can be that way too. To where you have a scripture for every circumstance in life. The Bible says it is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. God's word will become a weapon in your hand if you learn how to wield it. So it says, depart from iniquity. That's sin. Iniquity, by definition, is willful sin. David committed iniquity when he slept with Bathsheba. He knew it was wrong and he did it anyway. Verse 20, listen to this. This is the kicker. I want you to get this. Stick to the end. You're going to need to hear this. In a large house, there are not only gold and silver vessels, but also those which are made of wood and clay. Some are for honor and some for dishonor. So there's different vessels. Think about the dishes in your house. There's certain dishes that you bring out every year to put on the table for a very special occasion. Those are honorable vessels. But then there's other dishes like plastic forks, paper plates that you use. And as soon as you're finished with them, you throw them in the trash. Two types of vessels. Verse 21. Gabe Pyro is FaceTiming me. <laughs> Verse 21. One who cleanses himself from these things will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, fit for the master's use, and prepared for every good work. So when you separate yourself, you live holy and set apart. God's power begins to manifest in your life. And it says this, one who cleanses himself from these things will be set apart as a vessel for honor, sanctified and fit for the master's use. God will take you like a weapon in his hand and he will use you in this generation to change lives around you the same way he's using me. He'll actually use you more than he's using me. If you'll set yourself apart and decide to walk in God's perfect will. Because God only does bigger things. He only grows greater and greater. He, he never goes backwards. Each generation has the potential to build on the one before. So God will use the next generation even better than this one. Even greater ways than this one. If the Lord should tarry. Verse 22, so this is what you need to do. 2 Timothy 2.22, type that in the comments and write it down in your notes. We've had over 100 people the whole time this morning. That makes me happy. I'm thankful that you're here today. So flee youthful passions and desires and pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Not people. You can, you can smell it from a mile away. When people want to be a vessel of honor just for a microphone. Just for a platform. You know how you can tell? They never win a soul unless they have a microphone in their hand. Then they'll take altar calls. They'll lay hands on the sick. They'll preach the house down. But you'll never see them do it in their own private time. 
Call, get around people that call on God out of a pure heart. They don't need a platform to change people's lives. I didn't need a microphone to start preaching the gospel online. God, ju God just said, get online and start preaching the gospel. Get on TikTok, get on YouTube, get on Facebook, get on Instagram. Just get online and start preaching the gospel. I had like zero followers, literally. And I just did it because I love people. And people need to know Jesus. They need to get saved. Find people that just want people to get saved. They want to be set apart for God. They don't want to be like everybody else. They want to be different. They want to be a vessel of honor. That's right. My brother John Stafford said, I led an old lady to the Lord in the ambulance the other day. What an opportunity, John. He's a paramedic. You wonder how many people are in the back of those ambulances and, and about ready to die. And it might be their last opportunity to get saved, so God puts them into John Stafford's ambulance. It's a big deal. So you want to surround yourself with people like that, and you'll be a vessel of honor. You flee youthful desires. Get away from people that are always trying to go to the club and stuff. Get away from that stuff. Verse 23, here's another one. But avoid foolish and unlearned debates, knowing that they create strife. Here's one of my biggest pet peeves, is when people argue and debate with people that they know they're never going to win over. For example, I believe and I preach in prosperity. Anytime somebody disagrees with me right away without talking to me and asking me questions about it, I know right away they have already decided in their heart they don't believe in prosperity, so there's no point in me talking to them about it. But if somebody's willing to ask me questions, then I'll talk to them and I'll show them what the Bible says and then they'll be like, oh, and then I'll bring them onto my side. But don't waste your time in useless debates that create nothing but strife. Get away from that stuff. That's right, Brooke. Don't cast your pearls among swine. Live holy, separate from all that junk. The servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be gentle toward all people, able to teach, patient, in gentleness, instructing those in opposition. Perhaps God will grant them repentance to know the truth, and they may escape from the snare of the devil. So don't get caught up in all that stuff. Holiness equals power. God's power manifests in your life when you decide to live holy. That word holy means separate, totally set apart, consecrated. Doesn't look like everybody else. Looks different. You can look at someone and say, that guy lives holy. That girl lives holy. She's not running around in dental floss as her bikini on the beach. She lives holy. I can tell there's something different about her. And you'll see the glory and power of God manifested in your life as you decide to live holy. I want you to type in the comments, I choose today to live holy. Richard Watmore, that's pretty cool. Thanks for telling me. We got a doppelganger in Canada, apparently. Praise God. Jared Howard, that's good to hear. Appreciate you sharing that with me. <laughs> Lord, not dental floss. That's right. I'm telling you, they some of these young ladies, they be wilding. Choose to live holy 
and watch as God's power and his favor will manifest in your life. <clears throat> You'll be anointed more with the oil of gladness. And the anointing will open doors that no man can open. It'll close doors that no devil can close. Holiness will keep you on the path of God, and it will ensure that you end up in heaven, that you won't be somebody that ends up in a, what we call a backslidden state. Somebody that's on fire for God, and then a year down the road, they're back in the bar, and they're denouncing their faith in Jesus. You don't have to be that way. You can live holy, and I believe you will. I believe from today, holiness in your life is going to draw more of the anointing. And you're going to experience the power and presence of God in ways you never have before. If you receive it, type in the comments, I receive it. And I'm going to pray for you this morning. I'm going to pray that as you decide to live holy and consecrated unto God, that God gives you influence in the earth. That God opens doors for you. That God takes you to a new level as you get revelation on holiness. Not to live like everybody else, but to live consecrated unto God. And before I pray for you, I want to give you an opportunity to bless the ministry and to join us and partner with us. On the screen, you can see that there's different ways that you can partner with us financially. We are currently feeding 1,500 kids every single month in other countries. We have 11 other ministries that we partner with each and every month financially. And when you partner with us with your finances, you help us to continue getting the gospel out to the nations on social media. So we thank you to everybody that gives. I know I joke around a lot about this, but it's the truth. A lot of people will spend $100 a month on Starbucks, but not on the gospel. So I encourage you, be somebody that plugs your finances into the kingdom of God and watch what God will do in your life. Jesus said, where a man's treasure is, where his money is, his heart will be also. So you can prove to God that your heart is connected to the advancement of his kingdom by joining us and partnering with us financially. You can see the different ways on your screen. You can give on Cash App at dollar sign Revival Way. You can give through Venmo at Revival Way. You can also give through PayPal at Revival Way or evangelisttalen at gmail.com. It goes to the same place. Or you can give on our website, revivalway.com. There's a link in the comments right now for you. And you can partner with us where it says you can give every single month. You can click that box and you can become a monthly partner with us. I would ask that you would join me each and every month financially to change this generation with the gospel. You can also give with Super Chat and YouTube stickers if you're familiar with those ways. I'll give you a second to give before I pray for you. And I believe today will be a mark for turning in your life. Those that are giving, let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, every person that gives today, would you increase them and multiply them? You said, whatsoever a man sows, that also shall he reap. Angels cause the word to work and the money to come. Satan, take your hands off of their money. We thank you ahead of time, Lord, for a whopper of a harvest. Thank you for people that you're speaking to now that are feeling unctioned by the Holy Spirit to join us and partner with us 
financially. Father, I thank you now for 100 people that are going to send $1,000 and 10 people that will send $10,000 apiece. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Amber. I appreciate it. Now I want to pray for people to encounter God on a whole new level. I want to pray that God takes you to a new level starting today because you decide to live holy the same way he did for me. So wherever you're at right now, just lift your hands up toward heaven. Father, in Jesus' name, as people decide today to turn from sin and to live holy, would you anoint them more with the oil of gladness? Purge every wicked desire of the flesh from their life now. I pray that the fire of heaven would burn everything that would hold them back from fulfilling your perfect will for their life today. In Jesus' name, I come against every weapon formed against them. It will not prosper. I call it dissolved now. Would you be around them as a wall of fire? And would doors of opportunity and supernatural favor go before them and be upon them from this day forward? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you for everybody that gave on Venmo and Cash App and PayPal. And thank you to those that are partnering with us. We really do appreciate you. In about a week or so, we're going to have a partner's Zoom call. So if you're not a financial partner, go to our website, revivalway.com, become a financial partner. And as you do, your name will be put on the list to where every single month you will be invited to our private monthly Zoom call where it's just those that give on a monthly basis. And I can answer your questions. You kind of get... Uh, I know somebody once said this sounds weird, but I don't know how else to put it. You kind of get private access. It's a smaller group of people that give. And you get to talk to me personally. You can ask me questions and we talk about deeper things of God. And I can pray for you one-on-one. -on -one. So if that's something you desire, those of you that are monthly partners, you will receive an email and an invitation. And we thank you for that. Very quickly, I want to invite you to come to Ruston, Louisiana. If you want to encounter God, go ahead, put it up there. If you want to encounter God in a totally life-changing way, you must come to Ruston, Louisiana and come to these meetings. Three days of glory with my pastor, the man of God. I'll call him America's pastor, Pastor Stan Pody. It's an honor to sit under him in his ministry here at Faith Church Ruston. These are three days of glory. We're going to play a video for you right now, and I want you to watch this video, and then I'll and I'll send you off after. Stick around to the end. Hello, everyone. I'm Stan Pody, and I would like to invite you to a very special meeting coming up called Three Days of Glory. That's right. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, right here in Ruston, Louisiana at Faith Church, we're going to have three power pack days full of faith, the word, impartations, and the joy of the Lord. If you want more of God's presence in your life, or if you just would like to activate the gifts and call of God, come be a part of these meetings. Miracles will be in manifestation, the power of God, and did I mention the joy of the Lord. For more information, you can check it out on the screen, but I look forward to seeing you this September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th for three days of glory. I'll see you there. Well, there it is. My pastor said it the best. Three days of glory. If you want to experience power, signs, wonders, miracles, and the joy of the Lord, get to these meetings. 
You don't want to miss it. You can go to fcrustin.com. There's going to be a link in the comments right now. You can click that link in the comments, and it should take you right to the website. And you can register ahead of time so that we know that you're coming. And those of you that register from out of town, we're going to send you an email with different accommodations, different restaurants, different hotels in town that you can book. And I'm excited to see you, and I'm excited to meet you. Robert Wilson, thank you for your giving. I really do appreciate it. Well, I bless you, I love you, and I send you out to go be anointed in this generation. Join me tomorrow morning, 11.30 a.m. You're not going to want to miss it. See you later. Hello, everyone. I'm Stan Pody, and I would like to invite you to a very special meeting coming up called Three Days of Glory. That's right. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, right here in Ruston, Louisiana, at Faith Church, we're going to have three power pack days full of faith, the word, impartations, and the joy of the Lord. If you want more of God's presence in your life, or if you just would like to activate the gifts and call of God, come be a part of these meetings. Miracles will be in manifestation, the power of God, and did I mention the joy of the Lord? For more information, you can check it out on the screen, but I look forward to seeing you this September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th for three days of glory. I'll see you there.